I want to tell you three quick stories about demonstrated interest. These are based on conversations I had with admission officers at different schools and them telling me how demonstrated interest played into their admissions process. So the first is from a very highly selective and prestigious liberal arts college on the East Coast. My friend there said that interviews are one of the main ways that students, applicants there, demonstrate their interest in the school. Students who choose not to take them up on the optional but recommended interview often aren't admitted, where they're really looking for students to interview as a way to show their interest in attending. Now, another friend I have works at a very highly selective research university. This is one of the top 20 schools on U.S. News and World Report. And she told me that at her school, they don't track demonstrated interest, but she is bombarded with emails from students who are basically trying to demonstrate their interest. They email her every day saying, hey, I just want to tell you how interested I am in your school. And she said, it just doesn't matter. It creates more work for us at a very busy time of year. And then the last story is from a friend at a moderately selective college in a major U.S. city. They admit probably around 50% of their applicants. They also track demonstrated interest. And at this school, the admission officers often develop pretty close relationships with some of their applicants that they oversee. And it's those students who maybe were on the edge academically, but have reached out to the admission office who have made it so clear why they're a great fit for this school that they often end up admitting over other similarly academically qualified students who haven't had that personal touch or made that case for why they specifically belong in this school community. Welcome to the Admit Report podcast. I am your host, Ben Bousquet, and excited to be here with you for this episode about, you guessed it, demonstrated interest. As those three stories demonstrate, different schools consider demonstrated interest in different ways. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what demonstrated interest is, why schools track demonstrated interest, of course, we're going to dive into a few ways that you as an applicant or someone who's preparing to apply to college can demonstrate your interest in attending certain schools. We'll talk about some exceptions that I've seen, maybe some schools that say that they don't track demonstrated interest, but might have some sneaky ways of doing so. And then lastly, as a former admission officer, how do I see demonstrated interest playing into this process? I've been an admission officer at Vanderbilt University, at University of Mary Washington, and a resident director of the Harvard Pre-College Program. So I've made a lot of relationships with people at different schools and seen it play out at my own school. So we'll talk a little bit about how that actually plays out in this process. Okay, so to start, what is demonstrated interest? Well, demonstrated interest is how some universities track applicants' level of perceived interest in actually attending their school. So what they do is they look at different actions that applicants have potentially taken, like visiting the school, going on a tour, or connecting with their admission officer to predict 
how likely that student is to attend the school if they are admitted. And so that kind of gets to this question of why do schools track demonstrated interest in the first place? Well, there's basically two reasons. One is really an enrollment management issue for the university. And then one is a more humanitarian issue, a more community-focused issue. Let's look at that one first. Simply put, uh, if you seem to be really, really interested in my school, you think that this is the right community for you, you know it, you love it, guess what? I want you to come here. If you're academically qualified, I think you'd be a great community member because you really want to be on this campus and you've made a very clear um, case for yourself, maybe in your application or otherwise, as to why you'd be a great fit. Cool. So that's that's one really great reason to track demonstrated interest, right? Sort of makes a lot of sense. We want students who want to be here. On the enrollment management side, we have to understand this concept called yield. What you need to know is that universities want to have a low admit rate and a high yield rate. Yield rate is how many students who a university has admitted actually take them up on that offer of admission and end up attending. So for example, if I have a college and I get 100 applications to my college and I admit 50 of those 100 applications, I have a 50% admit rate, right? Now, if I've admitted those 50 students and 10 of them decide to come to my college, that would be 20% yield rate. 20% of the students took me up on my offer. Whereas if I admit 50 students and 40 of them decide to come, that would be an 80% yield rate, a really high yield rate. So it looks good for universities to have a high yield rate. So they don't want to admit students who aren't actually interested in coming for both of those reasons, right? We want to admit students who are excited about our school so that we have this great community. And we also want to make sure that we're keeping our yield rate high, which helps us keep our admit rate low by admitting students who are actually really eager to attend. Cool. So now let's talk about do all schools track demonstrated interest? This is an easy one. No, not all schools track demonstrated interest. So while some schools do, a lot of schools don't. And this kind of falls into two categories of schools that don't track demonstrated interest on sort of two ends of the selectivity spectrum. I would say in general, some of the most, most, most highly selective universities, I'm talking about like the Ivy League schools and other similarly positioned universities often don't track demonstrated interest. I'm going to add a little asterisk to what I just said and let you know that there are some exceptions to that rule coming up in a few minutes. But for those schools that don't track demonstrated interest, like for example, my graduate alma mater and where I was assistant director of admissions, Vanderbilt University in Nashville, doesn't track demonstrated interest. So at those schools, it doesn't actually matter. These things that we're talking about, you don't actually have to apply to those schools but you'll probably have other schools on your list that do track demonstrated interest. When I was at Vanderbilt, I worked with students from New Jersey. And I can tell you, just like my friend at the selective school that I mentioned in the intro, I received so many emails from students just wanting to 
gush about Vanderbilt and tell me about their their keen interest in the school. And I replied to them. I loved being in touch with my students, but the way that I really wanted to spend my time was carefully reviewing their applications for admission because it just didn't matter. We just didn't track demonstrated interest. And so their time stressing over an email to me and my time responding to their emails and tracking it in our system made literally no difference in whether or not they were admitted. So for those schools, you don't need to worry about demonstrated interest. The other end of that spectrum, as I mentioned, is actually some of the less selective schools. So there's a lot of schools that admit the vast majority of applicants who apply. At these schools, demonstrated interest just isn't that relevant to them. You know, if we admit, let's say, 80% of the students who apply, in most cases, the students who are getting denied at those schools are those who are deemed as simply not academically ready to attend that school and succeed. And so demonstrated interest doesn't really come into play. It's just not what they're focusing on. By the way, this question of whether or not a school tracks demonstrated interest is public information. So every college or university reports something called their common data set. The common data set is a bunch of data about admission and enrollment numbers and policies that the school has. Admission rates, early admission rates, enrollment numbers, and do you track demonstrated interest? So if you go to our website, admitreport.com, check out our link to the common data set or CDS data. We've cleaned up the CDS data from a bunch of different schools. And so you can go on there and see, among many other things, does this school track demonstrated interest? Okay, so we know some schools track demonstrated interest and some schools don't. So of course, this brings up the question, how can I demonstrate interest to those schools where it matters? Well, there's a few ways to do it. First off is the classic campus visit. Signing up and visiting the college or university for an information session with an admission officer and a tour, likely with a current student. Now, notice I'm talking about an official admissions visit to the school. If you are driving through the Boston area and you're interested in Babson College, which tracks demonstrated interest, and you decide to swing by the campus and get out of your car, walk around a little bit and take a couple pictures, that does not count as demonstrating interest, right? Because nobody knows that you were actually on campus at Babson College. So for all of these, you need to make sure that you're doing this in a capacity that can actually be tracked. So you could attend an information session or tour. In the era of COVID and so many things being online, you can also attend an online information session. By the way, I highly recommend doing this at any school. I think attending an online information session is never a waste of time, whether it's a school you know you're deeply interested in or one that you're just kind of checking out. There are also other online opportunities to learn about a lot of schools, like admissions might host webinars about particular majors or student activity groups or have a panel of current students. They might be at a college fair in your area. So if you look at local college fairs and you talk to an admission officer there, they'll probably have a paper for you to fill out with your information. They can know that they've connected you with you in that way. Similarly, if they happen to visit your high school, 
going to that admissions visit at your high school, if that's something that your school does, is a great way to do it. And of course, as I mentioned before, you could interview at that school. Usually this is in the spring of your senior year after applying. You can interview maybe with an alumni or an admission officer at the school. Now for a comprehensive list of ways to demonstrate interest, you can check out the companion article to this podcast episode, which is on our website, admitreport.com. But those are some of the ways that you can demonstrate interest at the schools that you're looking at. And again, make sure you do that in a way that's trackable. Now, I mentioned before that there are some exceptions that I've seen to this rule of schools that don't track demonstrated interest, or at least say that they don't, but maybe have some ways that they actually do track demonstrated interest, or I would argue that they track demonstrated interest that I need you to know about. So the two that I'm going to talk about have to do with the waitlist and interviews. Some schools that don't track demonstrated interest do track it on the waitlist. For example, where I used to work, again, Vanderbilt University, doesn't track demonstrated interest, but they do track it on the waitlist. What that means is if a student applies and gets put on the waitlist, Vanderbilt reserves the right to ask them, are you still interested? And that is a way of tracking demonstrated interest. Once you're on the waitlist at a school, you can choose to opt out. You don't have to stay on the waitlist. You can essentially deny the school and choose somebody else. But schools, when they waitlist students, often want to know, number one, are you still interested? And number two, and this is kind of the sneaky part, if so, are we your first choice? So let's say you're waitlisted to a school. They'll probably put something in your application portal or uh, ask you to send an email saying, yes, I'm interested. They might even have a additional essay or prompt or updated grades or things that they want to see. But if that school is your number one top choice, if you get in, you'll absolutely attend. You should tell them that. They might not tell you to tell them that. They probably won't. But if that school really is your top choice, I would let them know in your letter of continued interest. By the way, you can learn more about letters of continued interest on our website or in an email that you send your admission officer and let them know if admitted to your school, I will say yes, I will attend. So the other way that schools might not track demonstrated interest, but also kind of track demonstrated interest is through the interview process. I think really obvious examples are schools like Harvard or Yale that offer quote unquote optional interviews to some students who have applied and they recommend that you say yes to their optional interview. I would say that that's a way of tracking demonstrated interest. And I don't know, maybe an admission officer at Harvard or Yale would say, no, it's not really that. I'm not sure exactly what they would say, but I'm going to argue that that is demonstrated interest because they're putting an option out there that gives you an opportunity to connect with someone at the school to let them know why you're interested. I guarantee you they'll ask you that question in the interview. So I would say that that's a way of tracking demonstrated interest. So just a couple things to know about. The last topic I want to talk about is quickly, you know, as an admission officer, how did I see 
demonstrated interest come into play? Well, going back to those three stories that I started with, and really the two of the schools that did track demonstrated interest, you know, I mentioned interviews can really come into play when there are those optional things, you should probably do them. Um, And at some schools, it's really about creating a connection with your admission officer. Often that's not the most highly selective schools, but there are definitely some schools where it would make sense to, you know, you don't need to email them once a week, but if you have a question about admission, or if you want to send a personal email saying, hey, I submitted my application, I can't wait to attend, you guys have the most amazing biochemistry research labs, and I'd really like to be a part of this one. Thank you so much. You know, that's enough to open that door. Down the line, if you find yourself on the wait list and you're sending a letter of continued interest, they already have that context on you, and you can refer to that. Now, some schools, like I said, you know, the the number one way of tracking or of demonstrating your interest is to visit the school. That's just not possible for every student, right? You guys might live across the country or not have the funds to attend a visit. This is kind of an equity issue in college admissions. We track demonstrated interest, but not everyone can do that. Remember, there are virtual options at virtually every school where you can demonstrate your interest in attending online. Some schools have what I would call a bit of a a points system where, hey, you attend an online information session, you get a point. You visited and did a tour, it's two points. You interview and you get a point. Whether or not they do it that kind of uh, directly, these schools, you know, just look at, have you done a couple things to show us that you're interested? And remember, You don't have to wonder about this at any school. Go to our website, look at the CDS data, and see, does this school track demonstrated interest? Check out the companion article, and you'll know all of the ways that you could go about demonstrating interest. This shouldn't be an overly stressful part of the process. I know it can probably seem that way, but I want you to remember, this is all in the name of learning about schools and finding a great fit for you. With all that being said, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Admit Report podcast. You can check out our website to get help with your college application. We offer digital essay and application courses, strategy guides, and one-on-one admissions consulting. You can find it all at admitreport.com. For the Admit Report podcast, I'm Ben Bousquet. Thanks for tuning in.